Podcast for the working cowboy. Well, howdy there, daylight burners. Happy Friday. Hope you had a good week. Uh, it sure has been, uh, well, it's been cooling off here lately. And um, speaking of which, it's it's uh it's still kind of a a weird <clears throat> a weird kind of like not quite fully cold but not it's not real hot anymore for sure that, that's like hundred percent guaranteed it's not hot but it still is not super cold and um yeah either way it's it's uh. How it got down to about twenty the other day, and um, and it was about the same this morning. I think it was. I might have even been down in the teens. So I mean, it's plenty cold. And then when we're not quite ready for that yet, um, then it feels real cold. So yeah, I, I've been cold for the last couple of days. But um, all that being said, we have got an election coming up. I don't know if you've heard. Um, you know, it, it hasn't been talked about a whole lot here uh, as of uh, recently, but uh, we we do have an election coming up, and uh, yeah, it, it is what it is. Uh, elections are elections, and it seems like the the time between election seasons gets uh, that that time frame gets a little narrower uh, all the time. So, I'm sure come Tuesday. Um, when everything closes down and uh, votes get counted three years from now, finally, um, then maybe we'll get a break, uh, between election seasons. But until then, let's, uh, let's work with what we got. And <clears throat> rather than, uh, trying to parse through all the fucking polls and whatnot about who, who's, uh, who's going to win, who's not, uh, I found something here the other day that was just really 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 interesting and I, I was looking up stories for it was, it was another episode where I was recording solo and I was looking for a little bit of inspiration so I found out about a fella by the name of uh, Skeet Jones and he is out of Loving County Texas uh, Loving County is, um, well, what would, it, what would you say? Loving County is, according to, to some, um, it is the least populated county in the, <coughs> in the continental U U.S. There is a, a county in Hawaii that is, uh, 
more sparsely populated and I would imagine that there's somewhere in there are probably several counties in Alaska that are less less populated, but I didn't read into to the semantics of the the least populous county because although I do have a little bit of the autism bug, I do know how to shut it off uh, and focus on what's important because, you know, sometimes, you know, you get caught up in the details and, and you miss the whole fucking point. So the, the, the big deal is whether or not it's kind of like Donald Trump with uh, the size of his, uh, his inauguration crowd. And what was it? The biggest ever? No. Um, but who who fucking cares? <laughs> Honestly, like I, I don't care. Uh, I think he was, he was the only one that actually cared, but because the, you know, the left wing was just so immediately against him that like they made it into a big deal when it like shouldn't have ever made any sort of headlines, but whatever. Um, that it's all semantics when, when you're talking about, is it the officially first, uh, officially the first or the smallest County, whatever that being said, there are uh, 57 residents there, according to the U.S. Census Bureau. It's, uh, uh, and this is not a, a great, great picture. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll find one here in a minute and, uh, and get a better, better idea of where, where Loving County, Texas is. But Skeet Jones is, uh, the county judge. And he was arrested uh, by um, the Southwest as like, yeah, Southwest Cattle Raisers Association, um, who uh, they they have a law enforcement branch, um, and uh, their their uh, officers are called special uh, special rangers, I believe. And so there, I believe that's a kind of what boots was. Uh, so I, I believe they're like closely affiliated as, as Texas Rangers, uh, but they're specifically on the, uh, they're, they're cow cop. Um, and they, anyway, this, uh, this cow cop arrests the, the County judge of Loving County, Texas. And, um, <coughs> and three of uh, his ranch hands for cattle wrestling. And the more I dug into this story and the more I read about it, the, the cattle wrestling is the least of the problems here because unless the, the reporting has not been done, um, there doesn't seem to be a whole lot of uproar over the cattle themselves. So it's a weird, weird story. And before, before we move on, I'm going to, I promise I'm going to find you a, a good picture of where Loving County is. Because <clears throat> it's right up against the New Mexico line. Um, but also it's, um, yeah, it's just, it's kind of out, it's out in the desert. Um, uh, maybe this is, That'll, that'll work. 
All right. So here, here it is uh, for audio listeners. I um, apologize for you. But uh, so anyway, the panhandle, go, go to the west edge of the panhandle, go straight down uh, until you make a left and, uh, and head towards uh, New Mexico. And uh, it's not the county right there on that corner, but it's uh, the next one to the west. And it's not very big. <clears throat> as far as uh, as landmass goes or as far as uh as people go and um the thing about it is it's uh right smack dab in the middle of oil country and uh that's kind of where where a lot of the sticky shit comes into play but well let's uh let's rewind and uh so this is that article from NBC News uh, from July 22nd of this year. So Mentone, Texas. Um, there we go. Uh, Mentone, Texas on a December day in 2021, Loving County Judge Skeet Jones, uh, 71 years old, climbed atop an oil filled tank. Surrounded by wide open Texas desert, dressed in a business suit and toting a pair of binoculars, hoping to spot an elusive black bull. What Jones most likely didn't realize from his steel perch as he scanned the horizon, he too was being watched as part of a cattle rustling sting operation devised by special rangers with the Texas and Southwestern Cattle Raisers Association. I'm bulking up for the winter, fellas. You know how it goes. You got to have a little insulation, but it kind of cuts down on your lung capacity. But moving on. Um, What Jones most likely didn't realize from his steel perch as he scanned the horizon, he too was being watched as a part of a a cattle rustling sting operation devised by special rangers with the Texas and Southwestern Cattle Raiser Association, the backstory of what led to the arrest of Jones, a former sheriff's deputy and two ranch hands in May, is chronicled in a stack of warrants obtained by NBC News. The documents detail a year-long investigation uh, replete with confidential informants and a sting operation involving a reddish-brown cow, her calf, and the black yearling bull. All equipped with the special, uh, all equipped by the special rangers with microchips. The warrants allege that Jones and the ranch hands rounded up stray livestock in Loving and Pecos County, and uh, and sold them <coughs> at auctions in Texas, Oklahoma, and New Mexico without first notifying the sheriff's office of their rightful owners, a violation of the state law. Uh, <coughs> so there's a picture of old. Judge Jones right there. Skeet Jones. Skeet, skeet, motherfucker. Um, anyway, Jones, the scion of a prominent ranching, ranching, uh, prominent ranching family and the top elected official in this sparsely uh, populated West Texas County for the past 15 years is charged with three felony counts of livestock theft and one count of engaging in uh, organized crime. Potentially facing decades in the prison if convicted uh jones and the other defendants declined to comment jones's lawyer did not return phone calls uh but jones's supporters say he was set up 
There's no question about that, said Steve Simonson, who is the Levin County attorney and married to a cousin of Jones. If you're a special ranger and you're really investigating or really interested in stopping rustling, you uh, don't sneak out in the middle of the night and unload a bunch of cattle that you secretly microchipped Simonson said. Jerry Fox Fuchs. Jeremy Fox. That's what I'm going to call him because it just who's that? Oh, Jeremy. Jeremy Fox. Uh, Jeremy Fox, a spokesman for the Texas and Southwestern Cattle Raisers Association, uh, a cadre of peace officers who specialize in agricultural crimes, said the organization stands by the arrests of the judge and the other defendants. Fox says in the invest said the investigation is ongoing and could result in more charges. Uh, Randy Reynolds, the district attorney in charge of prosecuting felony cases, did not return phone calls. Um, none of the defendants have been indicted by a grand jury, which is the next step in the legal process. Uh, Loving County, the least populated county in the continental United States, had 57 residents of the last, uh, the latest U.S. Census Bureau estimate. Uh, Simonson said the county hasn't successfully impaneled a grand jury in about a year. Uh, the, (laughs) um, all right. So we'll, uh, we'll pause there for a minute. Uh, but the story, as you can tell, it's already getting pretty good. And uh, and as you can see, not much um, focus really on the cattle. And so we'll, I, I'll go through a couple of different articles here, but it's... Uh, This is a this is a really weird <laughs> and it's uh it's a classic case of um like small town um small town politics but also like um big money politics and and we'll like we'll get into that that here here in a minute too but also um just we're talking, you know, Texas, West Texas, uh, oil country, um, like some of the, the most ardent Trump supporters probably, um, <laughs> I, I would bet you most of the, the characters in this story, um, are, are, you know, they're, they're probably in line with a lot of, a lot of the, the hardcore Trump supporters in, and that the, the election was stolen. However, this this county is like the perfect case of uh, like what the Trump supporters are are, uh, pointing out about like shady election fraud, like maybe not particularly like explicitly fraudulent, but like incredibly shady election practices. And um, yeah, so anyways... It all starts with this uh, arrest of of cattle rustling, and and it was a year long sting operation that this uh, this guy uh, embarked on. So we'll uh, we'll go ahead and continue with this story. Uh, <clears throat> the latest attempt on July seventh uh, to get enough qualified grand jurors uh, failed for two reasons. He said, 
Under Texas law, grand jurors cannot be related by blood or marriage, and they're required to reside within the county, which has become a flashpoint for, uh, since the Loving County Justice of Peace in May sent four prospective jurors, including Jones's, Jones's son and a county commissioner, to jail on a contempt order for allegedly not living there. Um, I think they have their date wrong <coughs> on uh, on when when this happened. Because uh, in another story, anyway, we'll we'll uh, that that date. I'm not sure if it's particularly relevant, but I think it is. Um, but we'll we'll come back to that. So. Uh, back to the, the county attorney, Simonson, he says, uh, who wants to show up for jury duty, which a lot of people don't really want to do and, and get a free trip to the jailhouse. Uh, Jones and his family members through blood or marriage have a tight grip on the local government serving as judge, clerk, county attorney and constable. Uh, this fall, Jones is r- running unopposed for uh, reelection, but some of his allies, including his sister, facing challenges for the first time in years amid heated debate over how the county should be run. <clears throat> okay. And, uh, yeah, like just once again, this is, uh, it's a weird, weird case. And it, like it, it's, it honestly is like the, kind of kind of one of the shadier like i don't know it's like it's almost a prototypical uh case uh, of small town political corruption and yeah so so what do we say here it was um uh dum All right, so we got we got Judge Skeet, then we got the clerk, county attorney, and the constable are all all related to 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 each other. And, and there's, according to the census, fifty seven residents, but in the twenty twenty election, ninety seven people uh, were registered to vote and did vote. Nearly every election in Loving County, Texas is a hundred percent turnout, and in some years more than a hundred percent turnout. There is a oh let me find that little uh let me find that little anecdote because it's uh because it, it, it's pretty good. And where did I find that at? Hmm. Hmm. Well, shit. Um, anyhow, there, there was, uh, there was an anecdote, kind of a, a joke that's, uh, you know, a local joke around the area that there was a, 
a young man sitting out in front of the courthouse and he was crying and just in a, in a bunch of tears just beside himself. And somebody came up to him and said, well, son, are you hurt? And he said, no, ma'am, it's my, it's my daddy. And she said, well, what's wrong? And he said, well, he's, uh, he's been dead for 20 years, but he, he made it back to vote and didn't even stop to stop by to say hi. And, um, yeah, like I said, this is probably, uh, really heavy Trump country. And there's a, there's a running joke in, in the area about uh dead people voting <coughs> and, uh, plenty of cases where they've, uh, they've had more people turn out to vote than, um, you know, than the census, uh, estimates or, uh, or technically registered voters. And in particular, Texas, in response to the 2020 election, uh, passed a law uh, making it a little bit harder for you to uh, declare your residence in in a place in Texas. So there was uh, cases in uh, in bigger cities where you know hundreds of people had <coughs> declared their residence uh, at the same UPS uh, PO box and. Loving County is not quite so sophisticated, um, but it's uh, it's a lot trickier than than just uh, setting up a PO box because most of these folks have actual roots in the, that county. There's one town in Loving County. It's called Mintone, uh, and they it uh, basically consists of. Um, <clears throat> the public buildings, the the courthouse and the jail or whatever, and a uh, a convenience store and a restaurant, little cafe. Um, and <clears throat> outside of that, there is uh, temporary housing for uh, for the roughnecks. It's it's oil country, and um, with the onset of fracking, uh, Loving County experienced uh, quite a boom uh in texas property taxes uh are kind of the driving uh like the main source of revenue for for the state whether there's no state income tax uh however there is typically a pretty high sales tax and then the property taxes are incredibly high and the the more the value of your property goes up, of course, more the tax revenue goes up. And uh, well, once they started fracking, uh, Loving County is right there in the middle, like I said, in oil country. And um, now in this little bitty county of 57 people, they have enough tax revenue from this fracking boom that <coughs> they now manage a... Uh, a county budget of about $28 million uh, annually, which uh, is a lot. And more often than not, well, maybe not more often than not, but a lot of people who, whose family grew up there or moved in and then they, they, they moved away, but they always file their residency there in Loving County. Uh, and then they'll, They'll make an appearance in the county once or twice a year, maybe. And uh, just enough to say that, like, hey, I, I'm still here. And then 
Typically, they show up to vote and then they come for the, the annual Christmas party. Well, that was all well and good until uh, one one family got too much power. This this family in particular being the Joneses. And uh, <clears throat> well, now we got us a squabble. Um, but it all started with cattle wrestling, right? So, uh, <clears throat> we'll, we'll, we'll go on back to, uh, to, to our story here, but it, it's, um, it's funny how all this, all this ties in. So story behind the cattle sting starts on March, uh, 2nd, 2021 when special ranger, Marty Baker, uh, 58. 58 years old was uh, dispatched from Midland, Texas to Lovin County to investigate the shooting deaths of five stray black, uh, black stray cattle. Um, <coughs> is obviously not a, a cattleman cause you would, uh, reverse that. You'd go uh stray black cattle. Um, <coughs> maybe not. I don't know. That's how I'd say it. Stray black cattle. Uh, teach their own though, you know, whole autism deal, not to get too sidelined. Baker, who declined to be interviewed, arrived to find Jones and his ranch hands unloading the dead cattle onto a trailer to take them back to the PNM Jones family ranch. There is no indication from the records that the judge or the ranch hands had a role in the cow killings, which remain unsolved. In Texas, the penalty for killing a stray cow is a felony with the same possible punishment as stealing one up to 10 years in jail. Baker wrote in the warrants that he had spoken briefly with a judge whose late father, Elgin Punk Jones, served as a sheriff for 28 years. Skeet Jones mentioned that he and his ranch hands catch stray cattle and sell them to donate the money to boys' ranches in Texas, one of them being the... the um, the one in Amarillo. Um, some of the conversations seemed strange at the time, Baker noted. The next day, according to the warrants, Baker got a tip that Jones and the ranch hands had pre- previously rounded up stray livestock to sell at auction without notifying the sheriff as required by state law. So Texas state law, uh, it all goes back to the old open range days, Brandon Maverick cattle. Cause like if you, somebody missed calves on, on their, when they came through and branded <coughs> and, um, if they, uh, they got big enough and they had no markings, it was kind of fair game. Uh, the ranchers didn't like that. The Cowboys loved it. And, um, well, the ranchers had the money, the, and the law got changed and maybe for the good, maybe for the worse. So now they, and a lot of States it's pretty, pretty decent middle ground. Whereas if you find, you find some strays, um, you, uh, you can, you can gather them, you, you notify the sheriff and then gives them a chance to uh, check around, see if they belong to, to anybody, uh, rightfully and if not then you can take them to the sale and uh and sell them and you keep the money so um what they're alleging here is that he was just uh he was gathering them taking them to auction and not notifying the sheriff like he's supposed to so baker 39 year law enforcement veteran started scouring livestock sale 
logs and called up Lovin County Sheriff uh, Chris Buse, Bussy, Busey, Bus, B-U-S-S-E. Um, I'm going to say Bussy to, to make sure. Uh, called up Lovin County Sheriff uh, Chris Bussy to make sure Jones and, and the ranch hands hadn't recorded any stray cattle to him, according to the warrants. No, the sheriff replied. He'd never gotten a report of stray cattle from anyone on the judge's ranch, uh, the record state. Then on March 8th, uh, 2021, a Texas Park and Wildlife game warden contacted Baker. The game warden said he had confidential informant who wanted to share, who'd shared text messages from Jones, including one with a picture of a $2,720 check uh, cut three days earlier at a livestock in Elk City, Oklahoma, for two steers and a black cow, according to the warrants. It's unknown if the two steers were strays, Baker wrote, but the judge piqued his uh, suspicion about the black cow by referring to it as a wild cow in the text message. Spring turned to summer as built, Baker built his case, chasing new tips. Uh, using information from informants, he expanded his investigation to include Leroy Medlin, a former Lebanon County Sheriff's deputy who'd been fired from uh, the San Antonio Police Department and was working as a part-time ranch hand for Jones. Uh, Baker alleged in the warrants that Medlin spotted three bulls and a heifer <coughs> without uh, and a heifer without marking markings roaming near the Pecos River in June in Reeves County. After trying fruitlessly to catch them by putting out feed as bait, Jones and Medlin and uh, the other ranch hand rounded them up in September with the help of a helicopter. Jones sold the cattle at an auction in New Mexico and sent the money to a boy's ranch in Amarillo, according to the warrants. So <coughs> I, I read a, uh, I read another article. Um, like I said, got a, got a whole bunch here. And, uh, this one was, was, uh, particularly interesting and I might try to actually not might, I'm going to actually send, uh, try to reach out to this guy and, and see if I can get him on the show. Cause he went over to Lovin County. He's, uh, with the New York times and he's like the, the Houston bureau chief or whatever. He's the head guy at the Houston office. And, um, he, he drove the nine hours to, to Lovin County and Mintone and, uh, and interviewed the locals and <clears throat> came up with a, like a hell of a story. Um, so J David Goodman is this guy's name. And, um, uh, and when, when, when he read this, this was, um, in August. So a little bit ago, but, <clears throat> fairly recent and um and he he does a more a lot more like uh i mean he kind of like this this other article i was reading expose <coughs> but he uh he goes a little more into the personal side of things and gets you get a little better feel um for for the the people of, of this area and um it's uh 
So I'll, I'll just start reading here. So first, the, the judge Skeet Jones was charged along with three of his ranch hands with taking part in an organized crime ring aimed at, uh, at stealing cattle. Um, days later, four others close to the judge, including one of his sons, were arrested when they showed up for jury duty. <coughs> so, like I said earlier, they had that, um, they had the date wrong, I believe. Uh, cause it was after, after they were arrested, uh, is when, is when the, the whole jury duty fiasco, uh, came about. Um, <coughs> the justice of the peace said they had improperly claimed to be eligible jurors when they did not in fact live in Loving County. See, it sounds far-fetched, said Brian Carney, lawyer from Midland, representing one of the ranch hands who has been charged. If someone were, you tell, were to tell you this story, you'd be like, come on, is this some kind of novel? Is this uh, something that really happens? Uh, <coughs> now it's 100 degrees. Um, 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 for some in Loving County, the serial arrest provided a cautionary example of how law enforcement in a remote uh, corner of rural America can be used to achieve political ends. For others, the arrest seemed like a necessary step to rein in county leaders who believed they, who many believed had been skirting the rules. <coughs> the depth of animosity as well as the interconnected of almost everyone involved becomes apparent when the sheriff temporarily barred one of the arrested ranch hands, a former deputy who had been, uh, who has talked of running against the sheriff for many entering the county building that houses the sheriff off sheriff's office saying he would charge him with trespassing if he set foot inside. The only problem that particular ranch hand is also the county's part, uh, part-time custodian. A couple days after the morning, the sheriff sent an email to county officials complaining that nobody was taking out his trash. Uh, this article feels a lot like, a like a Hunter S Thompson, uh, you know, expose it's uh it's almost comical how stereotypical like just bumfuck nowhere america town like <laughs> it's just like every every single stereotype you could you could throw at this this little community it seems like it all it all sticks <laughs> just every, every bit of it. It's like, and then you, you've got like warring sides of, of the family. It's like, um, it's not even the Hatfields and McCoys. It's like the Hatfields, the Hatfields and the Hatfields and then the McCoys versus the McCoys and then the Hatfield McCoys and then the McCoy Hatfields and then the McHatfoys. And, uh, it's, uh, and then half of them don't actually live there. And this this whole this new this new voter law in Texas uh, designed to combat exactly this has just thrown this whole county in an uproar. And even though this uh, this judge got arrested with all of his his ranch hands, they have not been charged with anything. Uh, they've been they were arrested but never charged because uh, you know they have to take it to a grand jury. And they can't form a grand jury because everybody's related 
or um, under this new this new Texas law, if they show up as a juror and uh, they are deemed to be under suspicion that they don't actually live in the county, then they can be arrested, which is what the four the four uh, people, one of them who was uh, the the judge's son. So he couldn't have been. Uh, I, I guess it was on a, a different case where he got where they got arrested. But yeah, it, it's like it's the smallest of small towns, and and in the meantime, you've got a bunch of just like roughnecks. Uh, and I, I wonder, I wonder how many illegitimate children uh, from <laughs> from just oil patch guys uh, are, are running around uh, with with connections to. Uh, to Loving County. I wonder if they've diluted the, the gene pool a little bit, uh, in that area, but the the funny thing about all of this is like, you never, you never really get down to the, to the bottom of the cattle rustling deal. Like, um, particularly the organized crime thing. Cause from what I've, un, what I've been able to, to find out and unless they're get, catching some sort of kickback from the boys ranch, which would not be surprising um, <clears throat> as a, as a former uh, member of the whole uh, foster child club. Um, like that's not a pretty system. I got pretty lucky. I think they got really lucky and uh, I didn't have to go through some of the, the horrific shit that, uh, that you hear about. And, but I can tell you that, uh, I can see how that shit happens because even even in small town America, um, yeah that that's a that's a tough place to be. Um, so it would not surprise me at all that this dude's donating all this money to to a boys ranch, and I, I would have to look and see. Uh, <clears throat> I wonder what we could look that up right now. This is a cool thing about this new computer; it's all fast and shit. And, uh, and yeah, now I can, I can look up shit on the fly. Um, Amarillo boys ranch. Um, board of trustees. Board of Directors. There we go. Uh, Cal Farley's Boys Ranch. Hmm. All right. We got um, Lance Purcell, Julie Atterbury, Joseph Peterson, Needlecoff, Tanner Alexander, Michelle Bonner, Jane King, Mike King, Joe Lavelle, uh, Jeff Mitchell, Walter Price, Avery Rush, Ruth Hart, Schroeder, Shelton, Stapp. Stewart, uh, where, let's see. All right. So it doesn't look like, um, doesn't look like he's on the board of directors. So 
we can rule out one one avenue of uh, of corruption there. Only one. Um. So, but either way, it seemed like the the proceeds of of his uh, supposed alleged theft um went back to to boys ranches so unless he's getting a kickback from that and i don't and from what i've understood is like there've been you know um there had been anonymous tips or what not maybe not anonymous but there had been tips to this guy about about them selling stray cattle <clears throat> but i i've not heard of like a victim come come forth in in any of this this cattle theft from what i understand is uh he simply didn't go through the the proper channels and had had they done that then maybe something would have come up but also maybe not we we fed uh, a couple of heifers on on our feedlot for um close to a year before we finally got the okay to sell them. So I, I can see from uh, their point of view where, uh, where they work out a deal with, uh, with the, the sheriff to just go ahead and do it as you know, it's a scout's honor. We're not, we're not stealing anything and it's a good old boys club, you know, so you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours and we'll see you see you down at the cafe tomorrow. And we'll, uh, you know, I'm sure uh, the sheriff, however, denies any of this happening. He said never, never, ever had they had a conversation. And uh, if that's the case, then, um, well, then this guy knew what he was doing. And uh, he, he knew there probably was a rightful owner because there always is a rightful owner of those cattle. Um, but he probably knew maybe that uh, the minute the the sheriff started asking around uh who was missing cattle uh that was a paycheck out of those poor boys ranch boys's mouth and um possibly his pocket like i said i'm not ruling it out because i know how shady that shit is um but it doesn't i haven't i haven't seen any evidence to point that way i'm just saying i'm not ruling it out not gonna rule it out <clears throat> so anyhow um whether whether the sheriff was involved or not i i don't know um but also if this thing was uh like if it was you know just a little racket they had going an organized crime ring if you will you know kind of you know your local government not not much different than than uh, organized crime ring same as the federal government just uh depends on how you want to view them but i've had this little racket where the sheriff's like yep go ahead just cut me in on the deal i'll give me give me 25 percent or whatever and uh you know it's all good and then uh, as soon as somebody comes asking uh that sheriff is like no I see nothing. I see nothing. And now, um, now they're, they're really at like a, a Mexican standoff. Like, uh, it's, uh, you know, it's, a, it's kind of like a Mexican standoff 
meets a circular circular firing squad. You got like a circular Mexican standoff where everybody's just pointing at each other and um like shots have been fired and a couple people have been hit in the leg, but it's his butt a flesh wound and they're gonna be fine and they've still got their gun pointed at everybody else. It's like um oh it's like that scene from the office where they're they're all just like Yeah, um, that's kind of what this feels like. And the the thing I want to know about the most is like, what are the numbers of cattle that we're talking about here? Uh, because this uh, this special ranger, the the way he he got them and was able to uh, get a warrant for their arrest and everything <laughs> was because he offloaded those three three animals and then they ended up uh at a at a sale barn <laughs> and and then the, the sheriff um not signing off on it allegedly so that's all we know about for sure is the three three microchip cattle and and I guess there was a text message with the you know the $2700 check <clears throat> so that you got that but that was all donated to the boys ranch. And so unless you can prove a, like some sort of windfall for this Jones guy on the back end of that, it seems like maybe he was just taking, uh, you know, taking a little light approach to skirting the law and, and helping out a good cause. But like I said, a lot of piece of shit involved in the whole, uh, <laughs> boys ranch foster kid, uh, situation, organization, organization mechanism, that whole, that whole thing's a little, little shady. So, but until you prove it, I, I don't know. There it seems like kind of a victimless crime, unless there's uh some ranchers stepping out and saying like, Hey, that's about when some of my cattle went missing. Uh, and you know, they could prove records and whatnot. Uh, outside of that, I don't know what else do you have? And then you're at the quandary where like, <clears throat> how do you bring charges? If you can't bring forth a, a jury, you know, out of the limited pool that you have. And, and then particularly like when, when this law passed, um, the sheriff was on the horn with the secretary of state's office <laughs> about how to how to enforce it and what they ended up doing was they made a list of people they suspected um were not actual residents but just listed the the county as their their residents for for voting reasons everybody who's tied in with the company that that is involving the the oil business so whether that be roads or uh water trucks or you know, drilling rigs or whatever. And, you know, <clears throat> anybody who was directly related to the, that, you know, is something like a two, $2 billion a year in this, you know, amount of money that comes from the oil industry in that County. And yeah. So it's, it's your classic corruption, small town corruption deal. 
and and how they how do they get a a pool from that and and so the sheriff sent out 44 um you know like uh i guess notices that you have to <laughs> you have to come in in person sign your name and swear swear under oath that you are a resident of the county and uh and if uh and then if you are deemed not a resident of the county then uh you can be thrown in jail which is what happened during this jury thing is all these people had um had sworn that they were residents and then uh um the the sheriff i guess made the determination and that they weren't uh the justice of the peace is the one who had them jailed and um it seems a little bit like a shit show. And then, you know, you listen to some of the, um, some of the arguments from like the, like the legit voting rights activist. I'm not talking about like the crazy, like just voting rights for all. But when you start digging down into it and like even here in Nevada, <clears throat> in my County, they, you know, you have the the early voting, but it's only certain hours on certain days. I mean, certain days, certain locations uh, where where our normal normal day of voting precinct here where I live is not open for early voting. It's open uh, on Fridays and Saturdays for you to drop off your mail in ballot at the ballot box or the drop off box there, but not open for <clears throat> for actual in-person voting, you can do that at city hall or the, the Yearington city hall, the County office, but only on Mondays, I believe Mondays and Fridays. Um, but it's open all day on then, but only on those days. So <clears throat> I'm okay with it being, being somewhat, somewhat hard to vote. Like I, I think you should be somewhat, uh, informed and have have some sort of skin in the game however you decide to to set your voting laws like make it very easy to figure out where the fuck and when the fuck i can vote and um yeah so like i said some of those some of those democrat points on on the voting issue they're not off they're not they're not completely off the rocker you know it, it is kind of a pain in the dick sometimes but also, ah, I'm not I'm not opposed to it being kind of a pain in the dick. Um, <coughs> so, anyways, you you got 44 people that um are afraid to show up for a jury because they saw the the four people that <laughs> that got thrown in jail, and uh, there's a. Uh, what what is it's like a uh he's a he's a I don't know if he's Mexican or so we'll say just Hispanic fella but I believe I I'm just going off of uh off my gut here that it's probably uh it's probably a uh probably a Mexican fella Renteria. Uh, Ysidro Renteria. He's a county commissioner in uh, in Loving County, but he lives in the the other 
technically lives in the other county over, but this little loophole in the in the this new like real harsh supposedly real harsh voter suppressive law uh in Texas they left a little loophole so like you have to have resided there or have intentions of returning to so you have to like you can't register at a at a post office box you have to have property there and the intent to return there, which how they prove that I don't know. So essentially if you own property in another County, then you can file for a homesteading exemption in the place that you're actually living in, whether that even, even if you have a mansion on that property, you can still have a a homesteading exemption and then file your residency in like a smaller County, like loving County as long as you have property there. Uh, this uh, Renteria fella, his uh, his family is uh, multi-generation there. However, they, uh, they haven't lived there in quite some time. There's the old farmhouse, which until recently, when people started asking about uh, where he lived, had no utilities or water hooked up. And, um, yeah, <clears throat> people would, uh, from the Renteria family, the ones that were registered to vote there would stop by once or twice a year and, uh, say like, Hey, just checking on the old, old farm farmhouse, you know, the old homestead and yep, looks good. Um, back to Midland or Lubbock or wherever they're, they're living now. And this, uh, Isidro guy is getting a $55,000 a year salary for a part-time job as county commissioner in a county that he does not reside in except on paper. And the, the rest of the county, and it's just like a, it's like a little mini civil war of the Joneses and the non Joneses slash outcasts of the Jones family because you have like part of the Joneses fighting against the other part of the Joneses. And I'm not sure all of the dynamics. It, it sounds a lot like the old, you know, the old Corblund song family reunion, just uh, you got the Mormons and the drinkers and the Mormons who drink. Uh, <coughs> pay attention brother. Cause it's, it ain't as simple as you think. They say there's some who don't believe in either, you know, that whole deal. So like you got all these little factions, but there's still only somewhere between 50 and a hundred people involved total. And, uh, and now you got pending cattle wrestling charge uh, charges. And, uh, like, I wonder if they're going to make it a Rico case to bring the feds in and how that would go over in Texas. Like, do you, uh, do you bring the feds in to bust down uh this uh this small time uh like family corruption operation or do you just let it slide and uh I don't know. I, like it's a it's a weird one. And uh if they're at the same time like show me the cows. What what was the money involved and who who was the parties that were that were harmed by this. 
because I'm not through all these articles that I've read and um, see, I'll pop it back up on the screen here. You can count the tabs as uh, as I scroll through them. <clears throat> but uh, I've I've looked at a lot of them. So this one didn't open because it keeps it doesn't believe that I'm not a robot. But here's Drovers. There's lots. So that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. Yeah, that's 15. 14 or 15. That's just tonight. I've uh, I've read several other articles um, on this, and not one time have I heard any mention of like an aggrieved party to the cattle wrestling. Um, the only thing I, I've heard is like, uh, they didn't check with the sheriff first. Um, allegedly that's what the sheriff's saying. So like, are, are there a bunch of ranchers out there that are, um, that have complaints filed against this guy or is it just, um, is it just uh, a matter of politics where somebody put a bug in this, uh, Maybe maybe this is a real go getter on the on the special ranger this this baker fella maybe he's a, he's a real boy scout and somebody just kind of put a bug in his ear about it <clears throat> and um, or maybe maybe they were just really fucking weird when he showed up to investigate these five dead steers and he really did uncover something here and they just he's he's at the point where uh his his hands are tied because now because of this shitty little county and their their shitty little local politics uh they they can't even like bring it to court to like hey prove you know prove your case or, or plead your case and uh no so it's uh it's a fucking weird one in this uh i think this guy's still on the ballot i guess well Let's put the new computer to work. Let's look it up. Loving County, Texas. Uh, sample ballot. 2022. All right. We got Ballotopedia, which is pretty accurate. From what I understand. Uh, Here we go. Loving County, Texas. Um, Moselle Carr. Running for district clerk. Um, there we go. Isidro Renteria. He is, uh, running for County commissioner. He was one of the guys that got arrested for showing when he showed up for, uh, jury duty. Uh, um, all right. So it does not look like uh, Skeet Jones is on the ballot. Uh, in the general, Unless he is, uh, okay, here we go. 
Loving County Court, Skeet Jones, and he's a, uh, these are all Democrats. Um, Amber Marie King, which I believe is his uh, niece or something. And then Angela Medlin. Um, same last name as the fella who is the part-time custodian slash former sheriff's deputy. Um, hmm. What a, what a weird little county. And I, I might have to come back every year just to see, or every, every election cycle and see what, what the hell's going on with, uh, with Loving County, Texas. And, uh, are, are there any more, are there any more family feuds, uh, that we got to uncover? Um, will we ever find out like what, what was the vig on all these, uh, these, uh, these stolen cattle, you know, or these improperly sold cattle? Um, like what, what was, what was the, what was the damage done on that? And who, who are, who are the victims? Cause uh, I'm, I'm big on, you know, if, if there's no victim, is there really a crime? So, um, I may, I may have to go start looking through doing some actual journalistic shit. <sighs> Sounds like a lot of work. Um, so if anybody's got some information on this <coughs> or they can shoot me a link with the public, uh, the public records, all the court documents and whatnot. Um, that way I don't have to do the work myself. That'd be rad. Cause if I've got it, I'll look through it. You can guarantee that, but hmm, I don't know if I want to go looking through it and, um, I'm not definitely not going to do it tonight. Um, but anyway, I thought this was a really interesting story. Uh, and, and apparently like this, this whole, uh, this election issue was a big thing well before the 2020 election. Um, at one point, the, I think the Texas Rangers got called in in the 40s <clears throat> over uh, election fraud uh, allegations. And yeah, it's um, man, small town politics are, are, are funny. Uh, you can, you can tie this right in with the, the, the stuff that my dad's got going on with his water wars, which I'll get him back on here soon. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll need him. We need another water wars update. And, uh, but it, it's, uh, it's the same. If you, if you look at, uh, a national politics, just the same way as, as you do local politics, it's all, all a good boys club, good old boys club. And, uh, who's got the money, who, whose family name is, uh, carries a lot of weight, all that, all that horse shit. Uh, it's never about who, who has good ideas. It's uh who's got money and who's got influence. So anyways, um, I did not realize that all the, <laughs> all the shady ones on, uh, on well, and, and I take that back. Cause I, cause I don't think this Renteria fella and, uh, and Doug Jones, who are both Democrats, I don't think they're uh, on the same side of this thing. But I honestly, I don't know. It's a, uh, I feel like Charlie Kelly, you know, with uh, with my little murder board up here with all the, you know, the push pins and the and the strings and you're like ah no, nah. but there's still 
not that many people, but there's so many connections and, uh, Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Appalachia and the Ozarks aren't the only ones that are, that are all, all sorts of fucky with the, with the incestuous relations there. So, um, anyhow, uh, hope you guys have a good weekend. I, I enjoyed telling you about that story. Hope you got something out of it. Anyways, uh, <clears throat> voting's a shit show. Um, it's going to be a shit show this year too, but I don't know what else you do. Um, I'm going to go vote probably, probably tomorrow. We'll see. I don't know. I'll, I'll definitely, definitely will cast a vote. I'll vote for Joe, Joe Lombardo for, for governor. Um, he is, uh, I don't know much about the libertarian fella, but I know he don't stand a chance. And, um, yeah, Sisolak is a real piece of shit and he can't be reelected. So Joe Lombardo showed he had a cool head when, uh, when he was there at the Bunkerville deal with the Bundys <clears throat> and, um, that that's good enough for me on this one. We'll see how he does. I'm sure I will be disappointed. Um, but if you set the bar low, they don't have to do much to to impress me. So other than that, I'm I'm voting libertarian down the ticket. I've, I've looked at, at all of them and yeah, I, I don't see Laxalt being a, uh, a big change from uh, Cortez Masto. And uh, yeah, at the end of the day, he's going to vote with uh, the likes of Marco Rubio and uh, Lindsey Graham and Mitch McConnell, as opposed to voting with Rand Paul and Mike Lee and <coughs> and uh, guys like that. So, yeah, I'll, I'll throw I'll throw a vote to the Libertarian guy on uh, on all that. So, um, I'll, I might try to do something live for uh, for the for the election night. Um, we'll see. We'll see. I might, I might do that. I might just, uh, we might, we might do a regular fence post politics. I don't know. We'll see, but we'll be doing something on election night and, uh, yeah, it'll be fun. So anyway, um, don't let your butt crack. Now, uh, move your ass for burning daylight. I'm for law and order the way that it should be. About the night they spent protecting you from me. Someone called us outlaws in some old magazine. New York City posse down like I ain't never seen. Don't y'all think it's outlaw bitches done got out of hand? We were right. 
wrapped up in our music That's why we never saw Cars pull up, the boys get out And the room filled up with love They came bounding through the back door In the middle of the song They got me for possession of something that was gone 